Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible. Today is day 324. We're reading Second Chronicles chapters 4 through 6 today. Your hosts are Dave Moore and Dan Hinchman. This is the Daily Reader for day 324. Second Chronicles chapters 4 through 6. But you shall seek the place that the Lord your God will choose out of all your tribes to put his name and make his habitation there. There you shall go, and there you shall bring your burnt offerings and your sacrifices, your tithes and the contribution that you present, your vow offerings, your free will offerings, and the firstborn of your herd and of your flock. And there you shall eat before the Lord your God, and you shall rejoice, you and your households, in all that you undertake, in which the Lord your God has blessed you. Deuteronomy 12, 5-7 The climactic moment is almost upon us as today we finally see the dedication of the Lord's house in Jerusalem. Place yourself in Jerusalem, about 960 B.C., as a buzz of activity swarms this new and magnificent temple, truly more spectacular than your grandfather, who had lived through Saul's paranoid reign, could have imagined. The Ark of the Covenant, that great reminder of thunder and lightning over Mount Horeb, of the promises made to Moses and Aaron, is lifted and carried in accordance with the law to the place that God has chosen. Picture yourself again 500 years later, standing in the ruins of this temple, envisioning the details laid out there. Not just the ornate building and accessories, but the buzz of activity, the priests and Levites and musicians and gatekeepers arranged by divisions, tens of thousands of your countrymen convened for the dedication, listening as Solomon the King, leads you in worship. O Lord, God of Israel, there is no God like you. But first there is one more record of building details. Statues and basins and lampstands, pots, shovels, and basins that had been commissioned to Hiram. These details are a reflection of the author's priorities and are reminiscent, even more importantly, of the intricate design specifications of the tabernacle in Exodus. They reflect, perhaps, something important about the character of God himself. Our verse for this week is Psalm 119.11. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. 2 Chronicles 4-6. through Now let's read it. 2 Chronicles chapter 4. He made an altar of bronze, 20 cubits long and 20 cubits wide and 10 cubits high. Then he made the sea of cast metal. It was round, ten cubits from brim to brim, and five cubits high, and a line of thirty cubits measured its circumference. Under it were figures of gourds for ten cubits, compassing the sea all around. The gourds were in two rows, cast with it when it was cast. It stood on twelve oxen, three facing north, three facing west, three facing south, and three facing east. The sea was set on them, and all their rear parts were inward. Its thickness was a handbreadth, and its brim was made like the brim of a cup, like the flower of a lily. It held three thousand baths. He also made ten basins in which to wash, and set five on the south side and five on the north side. In these, they were to rinse off what was used for burnt offering, and the sea was for the priests to wash in. And he made ten golden lampstands as prescribed, and set them in the temple, 
five on the south side and five on the north, also made ten tables and placed them in the temple, five on the south side and five on the north. And he made a hundred basins of gold. He made the court of the priests and the great court and the doors for the court and overlaid their doors with bronze. And he set the sea at the southeast corner of the house. Hiram also made the posts, the shovels, and the basins. So Hiram finished the work that he did for King Solomon on the house of God. Two pillars, the bowls, and the two capitals on top of the pillars, and the two lattice works to cover the two bowls of the capitals that were on the top of the pillars, and the 400 pomegranates for the two lattice works, two rows of pomegranates for each lattice work to cover the two bowls of the capitals that were on the pillars. He made stands also, and the basins on the stands, and the one sea, and twelve oxen underneath it, the pots, the shovels, the forks, and all the equipment for these Hurum Abai made of burnished bronze for King Solomon for the house of the Lord. In the plain of the Jordan the king cast them, in the clay ground between Succoth and Zerida. Solomon made all these things in the great quantities, for the weight of the bronze was not sought. So Solomon made all the vessels that were in the house of God, the golden altar, tables for the bread of the presence, the lampstands and their lamps of pure gold to burn before the inner sanctuary, as prescribed, the flowers, the lamps, the tongs of the purest gold, the snuffers, basins, dishes for incense, and fine pans of pure gold, and the sockets of the temple for the inner doors of the most holy place, and for the doors of the nave of the temple were of gold. Second Chronicles chapter 5 Thus all the work that Solomon did for the house of the Lord was finished, and Solomon brought in the things that David his father had dedicated, and stored the silver, the gold, and all of the vessels in the treasuries of the house of God. Then Solomon assembled the elders of Israel and all of the heads of the tribes, the leaders of the fathers' houses of the people of Israel in Jerusalem, to bring up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord out of the city of David, which is Zion. And all the men of Israel assembled before the king at the feast that is in the seventh month. And all the elders of Israel came, and the Levites took up the Ark, and they brought up the Ark, the tent of meeting, and all the holy vessels that were in the tent, the Levitical priests brought them up. And King Solomon and all of the congregation of Israel who had assembled before him were before the ark, sacrificing so many sheep and oxen that they could not be counted or numbered. Then the priests brought the ark of the covenant of the Lord to its place, in the inner sanctuary of the house, in the most holy place, underneath the wings of the cherubim. The cherubim spread out their wings over the place of the ark, so that the cherubim made a covering above the ark and its poles. And the poles were so long that the ends of the poles were seen from the holy place before the inner sanctuary, but they could not be seen from outside. And they are there to this day. There was nothing in the ark except two, the two tablets that Moses put there at Horeb, where the Lord made a covenant with the people of Israel when they came out of Egypt. And when the priests came out of the holy place, for all the priests who were present had consecrated themselves without regard to their division, and all of the Levitical singers, Asaph, Heman, and Judithan, 
their sons and kinsmen arrayed, arrayed in fine linen with cymbals, harps, lyres, stood east of the altar with a hundred twenty priests who were trumpeters, and it was the duty of the trumpeters and singers to make themselves heard in unison in praise and thanksgiving to the Lord. And when the song was raised with trumpets and cymbals and other musical instruments in praise to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. The house, the house of the Lord, was filled with the cloud, so that the priests could not stand to minister because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. Second Chronicles chapter 6 Then Solomon said, The Lord has said that he would dwell in thick darkness, but I have built you an exalted house, a place for you to dwell in forever. Then the king turned around and blessed all the assembly of Israel, while all the assembly of Israel stood. And he said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who with his hand has fulfilled what he promised with his mouth to David my father, saying, Since the day I brought my people out of the land of Egypt, I chose no city out of all the tribes of Israel in which to build a house that my name might be there. And I chose no man as prince over my people of Israel, but I have chosen Jerusalem that my name may be there. And I have chosen David to be over my people Israel. Now it was in the heart of David, my father, to build a house for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. But the Lord said to David, my father, Whereas it was in your heart to build a house for my name, you did well that it was in your heart. Nevertheless, it is not you who shall build that house, but your son who shall be born to you shall build the house for my name. Now the Lord has fulfilled his promise that he made. For I have risen in the place of David my father and sit on the throne of Israel as the Lord promised, and I have built the house for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. And there I have set the ark, in which is the covenant of the Lord that he made with the people of Israel. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the assembly of Israel and spread out his hands. Solomon had made a bronze platform five cubits long, five cubits wide, and three cubits high, and had set it in the court, and he stood on it. Then he knelt on his knees in the presence of all of the assembly of Israel and spread out his hands toward heaven, and said, O Lord, God of Israel, there is no God like you, in heaven or on earth, keeping covenant and showing steadfast love to your servants who walk before you with all their heart, who have kept with your servant David my father what you declared to him. You spoke with your mouth, and with your hand have fulfilled it this day. Now therefore, O Lord, God of Israel, Keep for your servant David, my father, what you promised him, saying, You shall not lack a man to sit before me on the throne of Israel, if only your son, if only your sons pay close attention to their way to walk in my law as you have walked before me. Now therefore, O Lord, God of Israel, let your word be confirmed, which you have spoken to your servant David. But will God indeed dwell with man on the earth? Behold, heaven and the highest heaven cannot contain you, how much less this house that I have built. Yet have regard to the prayer of your servant and to his plea, O Lord my God, listening to the cry and to the prayer that your servant prays before you, 
that your eyes may be open day and night toward this house, the place where you have promised to set your name, that you may listen to the prayer that your servant offers toward this place, and listen to the pleas of your servant and of your people Israel when they pray towards this place, and listen from heaven your dwelling place, and when you hear, forgive. If a man sins against his neighbor and is made to take an oath, and comes and swears his oath before your altar in this house, then hear from heaven and act and judge your servants, repaying the guilty by bringing his conduct, his conduct on his own head, and vindicating the righteous by renewing him according to his righteousness. If your people Israel are defeated before the enemy because they have sinned against you, and they turn again and acknowledge your name and pray and plead with you in this house, then hear from heaven and forgive the sin of your people Israel, and bring them again to the land that you gave to them and to their fathers. When heaven is shut up and there is no rain because they have sinned against you, if they pray toward this, toward this place and acknowledge your name and turn from their sin when you afflict them, then hear in heaven and forgive the sin of your servants, your people Israel, when you teach them the good way in which they should walk, and grant rain upon your land, which you have given to your people as an inheritance, if there is famine in the land, if there is pestilence or blight or mildew or locust or caterpillar, if the enemies besiege them in the land at their gates, whatever plague, whatever sickness there is, whatever prayer, whatever plea is made by any man or by all your people, Israel, each knowing his own affliction and his own sorrow, and stretching out his hand toward this house, then hear from heaven your dwelling place, and forgive and render to each whose heart know you, according to all his ways. For you, you only know the hearts of the children of mankind. They may fear you and walk in your ways, all the days that they live in the land that you gave to our fathers. Likewise, when a foreigner, who is not of your people Israel, comes from a far country for the sake of your great name, and your mighty hand, and your outstretched arm, when he comes and prays towards this house, hear from heaven your dwelling place, and do according to all for which the foreigner calls to you, in order that all the peoples of the earth may know your name and fear you, as do your people Israel, and that they may know that this house that I have built is called by your name. If your people go out to battle against their enemies, by whatever way you shall send them, and they pray to you toward this city that you have chosen as the house that I have built for your name, then hear from heaven their prayer and their plea, and maintain their cause. If they sin against you, for there is no one who does not sin, and you are angry with them, and give them to an enemy, so that they are carried away captive to a land far or near. Yet if they turn their heart in the land to which they have been carried captive, and repent, and plead with you in the land of captivity, saying, We have sinned, and have acted perversely and wickedly. If they repent with all their mind, and with all their heart, in the land of their captivity to which they were carried captive, and pray toward their land, which you gave to their fathers, the city that you have chosen, and the house that I have built for your name, then hear from heaven 
your dwelling place their prayer and their pleas, and maintain their cause and forgive your people who have sinned against you. Now, O my God, let your eyes be opened and your ears attentive to the prayer of this place. And now arise, O Lord God, and go to your resting place, and you in the ark of your might. Let your priests, O Lord God, be clothed with salvation. Let your saints rejoice in your goodness. O Lord God, do not turn away the face of your anointed one. Remember your steadfast love for David, your servant. Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible.